Yoga is complicated. Not just because, you know, I personally can't touch my toes, but because yoga is so many different things in our society. For some people, it's just straight up exercise. For others, it's tied into spirituality and meditation. Many people find doing yoga to be really healthy and empowering. It's exercise you can do just with your body, no special equipment required. But yoga culture is also so wrapped up in consumerism and materialism. The 2016 Yoga in America study, undertaken by the Yoga Journal and the Yoga Alliance, found that Americans spent $16.8 billion on yoga products and classes a year. That's a far cry from the spirit of minimalism. And all this ties really closely into gender, race, and body image. 72% of people who do yoga in the United States are women. That Yoga in America study didn't ask about race, that's quite the oversight. But for many people, the image of yoga is a skinny white woman photographing herself on Instagram doing tree pose on a beach while wearing a pseudo-Native American headband and expensive Lululemon leggings. Hashtag blessed. To navigate this tricky world, there's no one I would rather turn to than Jessamine Stanley. It's basically like people are worshipping handstands or worshipping like arm balances or trying to do these things because like somehow it's going to make you a better person. But that's not, that's not what it actually is. Jessamine Stanley is a fat-positive, queer, black, avid yoga practitioner. She's gained a huge following on Tumblr and Instagram for posting photos of her home yoga practice. I first saw her photos a few years ago when I was scrolling through Tumblr late at night, like you do, and I remember stopping and thinking, wow, I had just never seen someone with a body like hers, a big, voluptuous body, doing these yoga poses. And more than that, she looked joyous. She's funny. She's confident. She's really in love with what she's doing, and that comes through so strongly in her photos. Yoga is like the ultimate body positive thing because it's taking you beyond this place of even needing to be, like even needing to have these conversations with your body so that you can have conversations with your true self. When Jessamine started doing yoga in 2011, she was just practicing for herself. But now that she has so many fans, people kept asking her to come and teach classes. So she went through yoga teacher training and is publishing a book this spring called Everybody Yoga. It's about making yoga more inclusive and starting your own practice without all that nasty negative stuff that can go on in your head. For Jessamine, yoga isn't so much about going to class and doing certain poses. It's about feeling a connection between your body and who you are. If I'm having difficulty with balance, like let's say I'm having difficulty with balance on my mat, I can't find my drishti, I can't find my focus, I can't find this like way of trying to be still, I can't root into the ground, I can't feel myself being stable. That is totally evident off the mat as well. That's not just something that happens like while you're practicing this one balance posture. That's trying to balance in life. At the core of Jessamine's work is a desire to focus on herself. Usually when someone posts photos of themselves doing yoga, I personally get kind of scornful. And that's probably my own jealousy or body shame coming through. But my first thought is like, Oh, you're showing off how you can do triangle pose so perfectly. And you're on a boat in the Bahamas. Thanks for that. But Jessamine's photos feel different to me. Instead of showing off to other people, they feel more like she's expressing herself. And that's what she says she's always working on, constantly checking her motivations to not compare herself to other people. It's really hard to just see yourself and not the other people whose bodies are different than yours. Learning to do that, to focus just on whether you feel healthy and good, runs counter to so much of our society, says Jessamine. And it's something that we're not even taught to do at all in the West because we're all taught to idol. Like from 
the jump off, you come out the womb and you're like already idolizing the babies in Gerber ads, you know what I mean? And then that turns into like idolizing like the little girls and boys or whatever in these like children's books. And then that turns into idolizing the people who are on magazines and then television shows. And then you spend your entire life doing that. So that whenever it comes to things that you will want in your yoga practice, that is naturally going to float in as well. There's really not a lot of places in our society where you don't compare yourself to others. Places where you're encouraged to ask, why am I doing this? Am I just trying to be like someone else? This isn't even really about yoga. This is about the human condition. It's about why do you feel compelled to compare yourself to another person? Because that ultimately is what all this comes down to, is that we're so busy comparing ourselves to other people that we don't bother to know ourselves and we don't bother to become comfortable with ourselves. Body positivity is about saying... I'm okay. This is good. I am good. And this might sound simple, but it's actually pretty radical. Our economic system is built around pushing people to constantly acquire, to try and move up and not be happy with who they are, what they have, or what their bodies look like. Saying, I feel good, runs contrary to capitalism. You're immediately taught, like, you need to be compared against somebody else. We'll tell you who that person is depending on what's going on in your life, but you will all, you're never enough. You always need to be compared. So that like, why wouldn't you do that in a yoga class? Like, I don't, I don't understand how all of a sudden now you're supposed to be like, yeah, let me look at this from a completely different perspective. Jessamine says she tries to think about her body like an instrument. She plays her instrument, other people play their instruments. As a teacher, she strives to not have everyone feel like they need to play their instrument in exactly the same way and sound perfectly in unison. Instead, everyone's instrument is different, and that creates harmony. Even if you spend the entire class in child's pose, that's good if it feels good to you. And I always just wanted to be in a class where, like, it was totally fine. I could come in wearing whatever I'm, whatever I have on hand. I don't have to be dressed to the nines and like the Lululemon clothes that not only can I not afford but that do not fit my body. And then I have to like be in this environment with people that are judging me. So it's my class is to be the complete opposite of that. Now that she's become a teacher, author, and role model for others, Jessamine feels a responsibility to get people to rethink some of the more problematic parts of yoga, like cultural appropriation. As Jessamine explains, she doesn't tell people to do one thing or not do another thing. There's not a list of cut-and-dry guidelines that people can always follow to make sure they're practicing yoga without laying claim to a culture, a spirituality, or a heritage that's not theirs. Instead, Jessamine tries to get people to examine their own behavior and just think about it in an ongoing way. Just take a sec, take a beat and think about it. Most people do not take a beat at all. There's no beat. They just do whatever they want, and they take it, and it's fine. And that, again, this is imperialism. So it's like, for me... That is embedded in my practice. And I think it has a lot to do, honestly, with having, like, I am black, a black female, and then being a black queer female, it's like you're constantly, there's always somebody trying to take some shit from me that don't belong to them. So, like, if you have experienced that and have experienced just how deeply disrespectful that is, like, that even, like, looking at the Kardashians is, like, looking at a bunch of disrespectful stuff, like, then it's easier to say, okay, well, maybe I need to check X, Y, Z thing about my own behavior. This is not an easy conversation to have a lot of the time. And it's not one that just ends. It's an ongoing practice. Because most people just don't want to, they don't want to accept the blame. They don't want to feel like they've done anything wrong. If more people just took a moment to be like, 
hmm, is this okay? I just think that so much could be different. And I'm not saying that, again, like, I'm not saying that chances aren't. I'm not saying that, like, you can't wear a sari in the right situation. I'm not saying that you can't wear a bendy. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, like, can you check it? Can you check it? Can you think about it? And because nine times out of ten, you're probably going to think, I should have done that. For Jessamine, doing yoga isn't about achieving some perfect physique. In fact, it's the opposite. It helps her realize that there is no such thing as perfect. And however good life is, there are low times and hard times. There's still dark days and there's still things where it's like, you know, I I don't think that like, oh, I started practicing yoga and things are magically awesome. Yoga just helps you understand that things are not always magically awesome and that they don't need to be and that that's a part of living. So the next time you're doing any kind of exercise and getting anxious about how the person next to you is prettier or stronger or better, just pause. Remember, you're playing your own instrument. Keep an eye out for Jessamine Stanley's book in the spring. It's called Every Body Yoga. And if you want to see her photos, which are universally awesome, you can follow her on pretty much every single social media platform. Just look her up, Jessamine Stanley. 